morning, good afternoon, and good night. And welcome to T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. The most fun you'll ever listen to while you're folding your clothes. Now let's get this straight. This is not your average podcast. T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio is super fun, super crazy. It's pretty much an in-your-face conversation. That's the good thing about us. We don't do interviews. We do conversations. All of my guests, all of my co-hosts, we chill. We drink, we play games, we have the song of the week, we have the creative curse word of the week. As long as you're having fun as our guest. Speaking of guests, each week I'm going to go through my whole contact list and dive head first into the world of music, gaming, exotic cars, tech, strippers probably, doctors probably, probably strippers that are only stripping so they can pay for tuition to become a doctor. You never know. My wife is a certified bartender. She'll make you a drink while you're here. We'll get you drunk and make you play VR after. It's a lot going on, but that's what it's all about over here at T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. See you soon, baby! This is Corolla Digital. A master carpenter who's here to help you out. If you can't fix it, then let A show you how. Ace on the house. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on a church. Get it on, man. What's going on, Hey, I just noticed your fancy, fancy hairstyle, and I asked you who did it the same person that you've always used, and you said there's a story behind it. I'd love to know. I go into any place that ends with the word cuts. <laughs> it could be sports cuts. Yeah. It could be super cuts. Yeah. It could be cheapo cuts. Right. It could be, oh, cuts or clips. Oh, yeah. Uh, anything that ends with cups, Before cuts or the, clips. But the prior word has no has, – there's no meaning. It's just the cuts or clips is all you need to know. Yeah, like the hotels I stay at when yeah. I go on the road and in the word roof. Yeah. That's that's there's certain policies <laughs> yeah. I have. They're money saving policies. That's good good point. And sure. uh whoever's closest. I learned a lesson many, many years ago. Yeah. Many years ago. Yeah. You mean in the hair game? Yeah, okay. in the hair game. Because okay. I've learned many lessons along the way. I know you have. It's not all just related to hair. No. Mostly <laughs> hair. <laughs> but there have been some outside. Body of hair it. is does this encompass body hair and grooming? I no, I was uh, a carpenter, as you know, and I used to sadly barter and trade stuff out. Yeah, and you mean for a, a, a crown molding for a hairstyle? I would, you know, I had an old. I bought like a Honda Accord with like seven hundred million miles on it yeah. once, and it, it never. They never changed the timing belt on it and needed yeah. the timing belt changed. And I went into some like – most of the stuff just kind of feels like a dream, right? Yeah. Like I, I go into some Honda – independent Honda repair junker place in like Canoga Park or something. And I'm like, uh, how much for a timing belt? And they're like $537 or something. And I'm like – I don't have that money, but I kind of looked around and I ended up saying like, how about I build you a display case and whatever and you can, and 
I did fifteen hundred dollars worth of display case yeah. for him. I would always go too far, yeah, that's you know, right. to try to get him to cut the deal with yeah. me, and I end up working for three weeks on a fucking <laughs> display case for the, for just one haircut or several. We're talking about timing. I know, but how are you? Point. How are we getting into the hair? I wanted to know. <laughs> I'm I'm transitioning. All right, all right. I'm so excited about this. So I would barter things out. Yeah, and uh, at some point, my old friend. Uh, Beth Ringwald, who was the older sister of Molly Ringwald, um, needed a, her, her her water heater had exploded or something yeah. like that, and and she was wait 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 how the hell do you know Molly Ringwald and Beth Ringwald were they local Californians or were they from the Midwest? They were from Placerville, California. Oh, okay, because they she was in Sixteen Candles and all that John Hughes stuff. In the Midwest, so I assume she was like a local cast, local hire. You're so naive. I am. I, I you was, know nothing of Hollywood. I don't. Yeah. Like, did you think that like Star Wars took place in outer space and the real, guys at the real bar space. were real, real characters? <laughs> yeah, I thought they found them somewhere. Go ahead. So um, I, I, I was friends with her. I was like a friends with her family yeah. and blah, blah, blah. So – I I said, you know, she's dating some highfalutin uh, stylist of the stars, you know, haircutter to the stars or whatever, really? you know. Yeah. Think, start with Molly's hair. Yeah. So then they said, well, uh, you know, his haircuts were $90 or right. something. And, and at the time, I was going to Fantastic Sam's or, or Supercuts or, you know, the corner barber Mexican guy, right. you know, right. I, I was paying – $13. And, and so at that point, you would have said, I only go to hair places that have expletives that sound like I'm a genie. Right. <laughs> Let's see. Supercuts, Fantastic Sam's. Yeah. So I had, uh, so I said, uh, well, let me see what one of these $90 haircuts even looks like. Right. You know? And uh, so I said, I'll put in your water heater at your, you know, modest valley home that you guys live in in Sherman Oaks. Yeah. And I'll, I'll just do it all for free. And then uh, you get your man to give me a haircut. Again, nine hour day for me. Sure. A 35 minute day for him, you know. Wow. But I was like, I'll do it. Yeah. And uh, I swapped out the water heater. And uh, then it was time for me to collect. And I went into a salon, you know, probably gave me a. A tea or something. Sure, maybe hot some tea. biscotti yeah. uh -huh. or something. Right. Uh, On a little silver tray with a doily, obviously. Then he cut my hair. Yeah. And when he was done, it looked the exact same as the Fantastic Sam's guy or the Supercuts guy or the Mexican Barber guy. Right. And uh, I sort of, I didn't say, my, I didn't want to be rude, but I was like, eh, yeah, this looks like one of my haircuts. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, there's really nothing we can do with your hair. Uh, your hair is not meaning, don't bother with right. me with right. that head of hair yeah and uh then of course i i went on to fame and riches and, yeah uh, i became an acclaimed documentarian yeah actor that's philanthropist, right. and known for your hair and Coincidentally. Uh, but it always stuck with me that no reason other you know no there's no sense in me going to the fancy beverly hills salon right. i will just walk over to the guy in the corner whoever's in there by the way there's like three 
ladies who work at this place of right. suspect nationality. Sure. I, I, they're from parts unknown. Yeah. And uh, whoever's got the open chair when I walk in. You just in. go. You don't even care how they look, who they are. I sit down. Now, you know, I, I grew up with a, my brother who was a hairdresser. Aha. Uh-huh. And he used to bring home the fake heads with the, you know, and practice on rubber well, heads. How old was he? He He's, uh, when he became a hair guy, he was uh, 19. He went out of high school, went to this beauty school. And then I think he was influenced by the movie Shampoo. He thought oh, that looked like Lord it could be. Yeah, he could do the mm-hmm. whole thing where he'd, you know, cut the lady's hair and then seduce him and all that kind of business, right? Uh huh. Of course, that didn't quite go as planned. And the, the hair business is over. For your brother, yeah. What's he in now? Well, he came into the. He came to Los Angeles to find fame and fortune. Following me, wanted to be involved in Hollywood. Uh huh. And he just kept going to agencies and like holding a puppet in the audition for the agent, but didn't have a routine. He just kept looking at the puppet and then at the agent and at the puppet, shaking his head. And they'd be like, "What are you, ventriloquist?" What, no. He, <laughs> What the fuck? No, exactly. That's serial killer behavior. <laughs> he never, yeah. he never got, he never got an agent. Go figure. <laughs> but then he worked with me in construction for about six, eight months, and then there was a point at which I took all of his tools and threw them off my truck and said, "You'll never work in this town again," and drove away. You can tell a lot about the construct of a man by either having them move stuff yeah. like go oh, hey it's two days i need you to move stuff like move because you, you'll see them right. how much time they're leaning how much time they're moving how much time are asking someone to join you and work construction with you right in two weeks you'll know right. if they're a if that dog don't hunt or if they need to pack it up and head back to parts unknown yes. like I, you, you can you can tell a lot yeah. like you know the thing about like white collary jobs, yeah. Like they're guys in the office next to where we're sitting right now. Right. I have no fucking idea what they're doing all day. No, I don't know if they're good. They're I don't hiding know if they're bad. in the restroom, sleeping. Uh, yes, I don't That's know. That's what they do. They, they may be marvelous. They may be the laziest fucks on the planet. Right. I don't know. Right. The, I have no way to gauge it. I poke my head in every once in a while. They're sitting in front of a computer. I don't know what they've done. Right. When you work construction, you can gauge that guy right. real fast. Also, with the PA business in, in, on sets, my right. son's a DP, and I said, if you just bust ass, yes, they'll find you. And yes. sure enough, he did, and they have. Like It's amazing what you do when you're on a right, set. But you we, either waste time and hide, or you really are actively doing we've stuff. We've all recruited friends and guys we're in theater with and stuff like that to come work you know they weren't skilled but you say like come to the job i can pay you 80 bucks a day help me out and like at some point you told them to just start unloading the truck and then you went back in and started whatever and you come back out and they're leaning by the truck and you're like there by the way it's always they always claim ignorance you know what i mean well i I'll, I'll do you one better. I had my friend Tom, who from college, who who was an actor slash singer guy, and I wanted him to just pick up some wood 
down in right. the, in far in the south, like by Anaheim, and bring it back to the job. And it was for Red Button's Gazebo. Wow! And I was listening to KBC, like you know, my what? David Viscott back What's in the his, day, my friend, right? My friend, yeah, my friend. You can't send you, your friend you out can, to so, Red Button's so Gazebo. So I sent him out. Stop what? And what I was and that? I and right I heard there. and what I heard. On, I don't know what that was. It was Red Button's Gazebo. Yes, okay, Gazebo. Okay, my friend. All right, it was when I was a kid, okay? Uh, yes. But did Red touch? Show me on the doll where Red Buttons touched you. Everywhere, especially the nether regions. His most famous movie. I don't know Red Button stuff, but I do know that my friend you built his gazebo. My friend dumped all of the lumber on the 405, and I heard it on the news <laughs> that there was a SIG alert, and it was this idiot that dropped it all on the freeway. Wow. Isn't that fun? I think Red Buttons. Most iconic role. Yeah. Now, look, it could be dancing in the rain or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. But for me, yeah, uh, the Poseidon Adventure. Okay. He was in the Poseidon Adventure. Ernie Borgnine was on that one, too. I will right? say that they yes. list four or five movies in the first paragraph of his Wikipedia, and that's not one of them. He really? Apparently, he apparently won an Oscar for the 1957 film Sayonara. Uh-huh. And then they also list nominated for awards in films such as They Shoot Horses, Don't They? Oh, great movie. Harlow yeah. and Pete Dragon. Wow. Uh, Buttons, the, it finishes, Buttons played the lead role of Private John Steele, the paratrooper hung up in the town steep clock in the 62 International Ensemble cast, The Longest Day. Oh, The Longest Day. If you had to, if you had to live on a, on a desert island for the rest of time with either Red Buttons or Red Skeleton, who? Would be your desert isle mate. Mm. Red skeleton was red skeleton. Yeah, I think. Um, I'll go buttons. No. Yes. How dare you? Because red skeleton wouldn't be able to turn it off. You know what I mean? He'd be doing stupid jokes with the coconuts and stuff, and with that I, clown I, I, thing in the hand. And yeah, all that. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I go red buttons. No, I think you're so right. So you were building red buttons gazebo. Red buttons gazebo. Yeah. You find out a lot early and often about who these guys are yeah. when you ask them to help out on That's a right. job site. Well, this guy happened to be the son of a very wealthy insurance magnate. Uh-huh. Didn't have to ever do anything again. Uh-huh. And, and basically didn't. All right. Yeah. Do we have uh, questions? What are you working on, Stromer? Well, I'm still I'm doing the ultimate master bath still. So I've got all I got my six by six foot window ordered. Six I, by six. Yes, in the right over the tub, so Mrs. Stromer can gaze up at the tree as she's bathing. Is it a slider? Is it's it going to be a. It's going to be a, a casement window. Two two big casement windows. Two big casement yeah. or solid? A, it's one. Light it's two, in the middle. There's a there's a strip in the middle. There's two windows and six. A strip or three? There's three. I got you, but is it a strip or is it a big panel? No, middle? no, no. It's just a little thin strip. Really? Yes. Beautiful. That much wind, that yeah. much flow. Yes. Seems like a lot. It does, doesn't it? I'm confused about this strip in the middle. Well, you, you know, it's just two windows. It's two just two. Windows. Yeah. It's a six foot wide window six with by six. three casement cranky. Two. Uh, I'm sorry, two yes. cranky, uh, two, two three footers. Yes, on sir. It. Wow. Yeah. That's an interesting choice. Yeah. But I guess a good because one. I want I want Mrs. Stromer to be able to simply reach up from her bath and crank the window slightly open instead of standing up in the tub and sliding the window. 
don't I you would, think? Yeah, I would assume you just go with a solid panel, like like who's going to open it at all? We are we the Stromers are going to open it. Okay, we want it's the only window in the bathroom for Christ's sake. All right, all right, right. What are you doing for a fart fan? I'm going to put a fart fan in. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm going to get the Panasonic, the silent one. Yeah. Like Silent She's but real deadly. Sad. SPD. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, can I give you a tip? Please. Go ahead and step up to the Panasonic vent with the heater in it. Well, I'm doing the heated floors. Nice. Yeah. Have you used the heat? Have you done the heated floors before? Uh, no, I've not. I'm doing Sorry. the wood grain, the fake wood uh-huh. ceramic tile. Uh huh. And All I'm right. putting the heaters underneath. Uh-huh. And I think she'll be real, real that stuff's cozy. The best. Yeah. My uncle it's, has it in like Michigan or whatever. Yeah. There's nothing better. Than nothing better. And being surprised by the warm floor. It's, and, and oh, the, the radiant. Yeah. The radiant ambient temperature in the room is. It's a better feel of yep. heat than than you know the the blowing air coming in. But I but over the toilet I wouldn't mind a little heat. But I also have the heated <laughs> toilet seat, which is nice. I mean, I'm going to be fine. What? All right, but here's what I will say. Yeah. I don't know what the layout is, and I don't know how you're doing it. Yeah. But I am telling you, yeah. the Panasonic that has the heater blower in it, yeah. you get that thing going anywhere near the sink or the shower or whatever. You, get, you step out of the shower. You got that hot air blowing down on you while you're drying yourself off. Yeah. It's good. It's like you're being teleported on Star Trek. It, and, it, you know, the unit costs another... 28 bucks or yeah. something there's not much there's nothing involved with installing it yeah the switch panel's a little different because you'll have like a tri switch like ones for the light yeah. ones for the vent yeah, ones yeah. for the heater yeah but I'll, I'll tell you man that hot air blowing down that's that's a good feeling i'm surprised you like that because you're you're a cold plunge pool guy yeah well the thing that's weird about me is uh, i was out in the pool this morning yeah it was forty degrees in the in the foothills. Yeah. Uh, there were there was ice on the on the lawn. Has your penis come back out yet? Not yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just grabbed my nose when I sneeze because that'll usually pop it. But yeah, it makes that noise. Forget it. I am telling you that. I go an hour, an hour and a half ago. You swim an hour and a half? No. Oh. I would die of hypothermia, yeah. I think. Yeah. I, I was in the pool, yeah. 40 degrees outside, pool's 50 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I hang out in the pool for a while, touch the drain, blah, blah, blah. Do you put blah. your head under? Oh, yeah. I can't touch the drain without I – go, I go from one end to the other underwater – and there's three touch points I have along the way that I have to touch, like the drain at the beginning, and then there's two other like valve drain things or whatever it is. I gotta skim along the bottom and touch, and I don't get to come what, up. Are you a merman? I don't. I gotta touch the stairs before I come up. That's the deal. That's a deep breath right there. But when I come up, I'm just in the pool. It's 40 degrees outside. Yeah, I'm uh, in the nude, yeah. and uh, no, listen. Go on. I don't feel. <laughs> I don't particularly feel cold, and then I just stand there when I get out. And yeah. Steam's coming out of my breath, yeah, and yeah. Uh, my body's kind of red. Your body's a wonderland at that but point. But at a certain point, I get inside the house and I get my bathrobe on, yeah. and I'm a cold. Yeah, but you're it, not cold in the moment. 
I'm I'm uncomfortable. Before in the moment, you but jump really in, are cold. you saying I'm that guy? I did it again. Here I go. Or you just do it mindlessly? Like, are you? I was daring think, yourself. I was thinking about it yesterday. Yeah. And I was thinking about how shitty this would be if I didn't do it every day, or how most people would approach this. Yeah. And I figured it. I looked at it this way yeah. as I was. I was sort of sitting in the deep end with the kind of steam coming out of my mouth, waiting. I just swim across and then I sit around the deep end for a while and I sort of get myself in the place to go under and yeah. touch the drain kind of thing. And while I'm sitting there, I was thinking like, how should I process this? Like what? how should I think of it? You know, I, I think when you're thinking of exercise or a diet or, or a chore or something, you have to kind of – you have to kind of find a place for it in your head. Like, right. what am I doing? Why Why do I need to do this? I don't need to do it. No one else does it. Why do I need to do it? How do I keep doing why it? Do, how do I keep doing yeah. it? Why do I feel yeah. compelled to do it? Right. And and I will, and I have, you know, done like the 8 a.m. flight out of LAX, got to leave, got to be there at 7, got to leave the house at 6.15. I've done it in the dark at 5.45 right. like when it's raining outside. It's like, why? Why? And as I was sitting in the deep end thinking about it, I thought, to me, and maybe this is a good way for people to approach things, I was thinking about it like a handicapped person gets out of bed in the morning and they have their wheelchair you know, next to them. And they have to do a move where they sort of push themselves with their arms into the wheelchair because they don't have use of their legs. Right. And then they go into a special shower with a ramp thing and they shower in the chair, you know. And I thought that's just their life. Right. That That's what they – they don't get to take days off. They don't get to opt out. They don't get to go, I'm hungover. I'm not into it today. And or – I got an early flight at LAX and a wheelchair today. It's just, it's what they do. It's what they have to do. It's, it's compulsory. Right. It's not really a decision. Right. And so I sort of decided that the swimming pool wasn't an option or a decision. It, it's like the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. That's just what they That's do. That's a good way to do it. Or, or people that have to use a, a CPAP or any procedure. You know, many people have to do something. Right. Uh, at night or in the morning because they're not able-bodied or they have a condition or an issue or they have to give themselves an insulin injection sure, or something like stuff. Sure. You wouldn't want to do that, it. But that, that cold plunge is really healthy for you. I've just read a whole article about you do the sauna, the infrared sauna and then you do the cold plunge. Yes. And the Sweden and the Finnish culture, they've been doing it for a million years and they've got better cor- uh, cardiovascular health as a result. Yeah, it's good for you, but the yeah. – the, the deal is, is don't treat everything like an option. Right. Like I'm going to get up in the morning. I could have an egg or a donut. You right. know what I mean? Like don't, no. don't give yourself the A and the B. Right. I could get up in the morning. I could get in the pool or I could not get in the pool. Like, because the person in the wheelchair has no option. Right. It's just what is they, it takes them an extra 10 minutes. It's built into their day yep. and it's part of their day. And then what do you do when you're on the road? Do you jump in the hotel pool? The road, in its own way, is is worse. Yeah. Um. Bec- well, not really worse. I guess it's the the road. 
I cannot do the hotel pools. No bueno, because that that'll be warm. Yeah, that'll be nice. And it's got piss in it. The, the road, the road is uh, there. There are many different shower configurations. I can't control any of them, right. but I can tell you. I remember being in Washington D.C. in January and like Boston in January, and just two weeks ago in Philly yeah. in January, and I just get in. And I just turn the knob. Yeah. I just go, whatever the fuck's coming out, it's coming out. Yeah, But yeah. what's coming out, yeah. it's colder than what's in the pool. Sure. The ocean is warmer than what's in the pool. The right. pool is warmer than what's coming out of Philly. And I I did it at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. Now, the rule is I don't have to stand there for five minutes. I just have to go, boom, and whatever comes out <laughs> is just – it. I don't know. I, I mean, it's it's in the thirties. Do you 30s, ever take a warm shower though? Ever? No. And Never. so then what? I oh yeah 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 on, on occasion. Then when then the rule with Philly or yeah. on the road yeah. is stand there, get under the thing, yeah, pop the handle, yeah. So whatever's coming is is cold. Don't turn the handle all the way up because yeah. it'll get it'll get warm too fast. Right. Keep it on cold. Yeah, and then. There's a little dance. Got to do the head. Got to do the pits. Got to do the back. Yeah. Got to do the chest. Like you just have to stand there until you're sufficiently. And are you rotating? Rotating. Okay. And then when you're doused, you're doused. You're, and then you get out and it's over. Yeah. It's a minute and a half. All right. But I leave it cold now. I yeah. Don't, I don't warm myself up. Yeah. Cause I feel. Do I feel, you use the soap ever, do you? No. Not one time. It's soap in the freezing water is weird. What do you got, Emmy? I'm actually coming up on a year of taking nothing but cold showers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just clocked it at 42 degrees the other day. How did you clock it? I just had a little thermometer, like one of those circle thermometers that you put on the barbecue. Yeah. I just threw it in there and I just hung it off of the rack, the shower rack. But how do you know what the water water – oh, you let the water heat it, hit it. Just let it hit it. But I take full showers, so I'm in there for like five minutes straight. I've never had a brain freeze. And do you ever do you in. ever say things while you're doing this, like "Oh God," oh, like that? Actually, or? I I hype myself up right before I jump in. So basically, I have a standing shower, so yeah. I let it go, I let it hit the wall, yeah, and then I I can feel just the cold in there, and I'm just like, all right, all right. just I just like talk to myself real quick, yeah, jump in there, hit the face first. Do my hair. Now, what if you're sick or you have a fever or something? I've actually done it. I've, oh, I was sick geez, uh, towards guys. the end of last year. And, you guys are and winners. You guys are cold water winners, man. I don't know. Gary can check. I always think to myself, like when I'm in Boston and it's January, yeah. the hotel water's freezing, but it can't be freezing, freezing. No, it's got to get through would, the pipes. would burst. Yeah. And, but it feels pretty damn cold. Do you think there's cold, any so potential for sterilization when it's too cold no i think i think the 37 to 44 degrees yeah that's that's what it feels like coming out it, yeah. it feels a lot it colder feels sharp than, when yeah, it feels hitting. sharp than yeah. uh, that's than the specifically pool. boston in january Jeez. yeah all right uh we got questions emails tweets yeah, yeah we do why don't we start with uh, a video question here this one comes to us from ross and he wrote in hey stromer get it on I have a rancher-style house built in the 1950s with old, narrow, stripped tongue groove hardwood over a plywood subfloor. I'm guessing one of the previous owners was running cable the lazy way and drilled decent-sized holes in all the bedrooms and and the living room floors down to the basement. I want to refinish these floors eventually. What is the best way to fill these holes up? Mahalo, Ross from Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Well, I developed a... Hi, guy. Oh, hi, guy. 
Got these holes drilled in my hardwood floors kind of all over the house. Guessing someone was running coax the easy way. See this one's kind of on an angle. Actually goes under the radiator. Which is gonna make that even more difficult. Uh, most of these I can get to the underside from in the basement, so I can show you that. Here's that same hole from underneath. See we got a plywood subfloor tongue yeah. groove on top. Mm -hmm. See that's a uh, not pretty close to this uh, floor joist right there, so that'll make it even more fun to do. Yeah, just want to know the best way to fill in these holes. I want to refinish the floors down the line and, you know, want to kind of make it look like it was never there. Mahalo and get it on. Well, good news. Yeah. I developed a specialty technique for this, obviously. The Corolla plug? The Corolla plug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know it? You know what the Corolla plug is? No. Uh, tonight, I'll be in Dallas <laughs> with John Popper. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Doing a concert, <laughs> yeah, live yeah. comedy shows. Come on out. Um, go to amcorolla.com for all the Corolla that's plugs. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I developed this. I've told you about this before. I I, I think it's my, my crowning carpentry yeah. achievement. Now, a lot of people say, Ace, hold the phone. Isn't putting a Lamborghini inside of your house on an elevator that you engineered, isn't that your claim? I say no. No, no. You say nay. Nay, I say to that. They say, well, wait a minute. Isn't putting an underground bar next to your pool complete with a window in your nay. pool? Isn't that? I say no. Nay. No, it's simpler than that. Yeah. First house, 1923, yeah. French Normandy. Hollywood land, third house built under the Hollywood sign, uh, blew out the old sort of kitchen, dining room, whatever, had the clear dug fur, tight grain, old school TNG subfloor. Mm -hmm. No plywood, mm -hmm. obviously, in 1923. Mm -hmm. Didn't old, have it then. It's yeah. old growth, true one inch by like three inch, real tight grain, beautiful. Sure. Tongue and groove. They would use it for subflooring, and then they put the fucking linoleum over the top of it or whatever. Yeah. Um, wanted to keep did, it. Wait, did they butt them, or did they leave expansion joints between each of them, or the, or no? Tongue and groove. So, but but would, wouldn't it move in that know. scenario? Tongue and groove, man. Really? They were tight, wow. tight. And then they put linoleum over that. Yeah. And fill in the little grooves. With some kind of yeah, an you know, it, well, th it's interesting because yeah. in the living room where they were going with the hardwood, yeah, they'd use the one by six diagonal space yeah, yeah. sheathing stuff, right, right? But if you're going to put linoleum over it, yeah, you couldn't do that. No, so that's probably that's why it. they did this, yeah. right? Wow. So then I blew everything out. Yeah. And moved a electrical sub panel and blah blah blah, and there were some big old gaping ass holes in the floor. Some of them inch and three quarter wide, just big blown out holes where they're running um, rigid conduit and stuff. You know, pipes, shit like that. Right. It, it, it was festooned with holes. Wow. It, it had it had probably eight or ten, you know, big holes. And I was like, I love this TNG and I love this old growth um, Doug fur. And it, it was beautiful. Sure. But uh, the holes, you yeah. know, uh, what do we do? Yeah. And, uh, and I, I think I talked to a couple of 
carpenters, flooring guys, or whatever, like you got to blow it out or you got to skin it with plywood. What did you, you know? say to them? You said Me. I said good day, sir. <laughs> and no, no, good day, bitches. That's right. So what I did is I I kind of I studied it and I studied it and I studied it and yeah. I, I was like, eh, but I came up with an idea, and it's the same thing our 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 uh, homeowner can do who yeah. just chimed in, right? Um, although the one. Right up against the baseboard, we're going to have to finesse a little. Yeah. Yeah. Ross from Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Um, I made a template. Uh, I made a template for a router. I figured out this template I made was a square, probably one foot by a foot and a half or like whatever length I, I put it at. Right. Um, I put lines in it. I kind of did some dry runs with the – router trimmer and a half inch straight bit and so you're making like a rectangle shape around the hole no i mean yes what i'm doing is is, so a lot of people said you know plug the hole but it's like that's a non-starter right then other people said you have to take out the whole one inch plank and like lace in you know, more material, which right. people do, yeah. but it's a fucking mess. Yeah. It's hard to do. And the match is never going to be right. And it's real hard to pull off. Right. Like, and it's a lot of fucking work. Yeah. Um, so what I did is I took this template of like, I don't know, half inch ply or quarter inch ply, like half inch ply or something like that. And um, I made, uh, I made a mortising template and I'd put it around the hole and then I'd take my router and I'd go, you know, up four inches from the hole and back four inches from the hole, side to side to right. side. And, 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 and I was accurate enough so I got right to the edge okay. of the TNG, stopped the whatever. But I only put it down about a quarter inch. Yeah. And um, then I took a sharp chisel and I cleaned up the corners, you know, made them corners instead of rounded corners. Right, and right. so then what I had is a is a mortise, like a square mortise. And then I took some of the salvage material, you know, put it on its edge, put it through the table saw, made a Dutchman, glued it up, and literally snapped it in place. And did you have it proud and then sanded? Yes, I had, you know, the the... The mortise was a quarter inch down, and I made it five sixteenths thick, or okay. whatever the material was. Yeah, I did that all over the place. Right. Then I took a, I don't know, an orbital sander, or something, belt sander, or drum sander, or whatever, and I, yeah. I left it a little proud. Yeah. Glued it in. Yeah. I don't even think I nailed it, and then uh, just sanded it all flush. Yeah. Now I ended up painting the floor, but yeah. you could have stained it, and you it, wouldn't have seen the seam. You you know, every – you could kind of – if I pointed it out to you, like you walk in, you would see like a two-foot piece kind of floating a little bit and maybe an 18-inch piece like next to it. And you could kind of yeah, go – you would never read it if you were no. walking. And I, I, I – the next house yeah. I, I bought in the Lake Hollywood, I did the exact same thing. It worked perfectly. And then you left that as your, as your floor. With then paint. I then I but you didn't fill in the 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 grooves on that either or no which groove the tongue and groove I mean it does it come it, together? it wasn't a V groove oh it wasn't okay it was I, just there okay I it, got it. sorry it was just a yeah. tight it was a t- tongue and groove that was gotcha. butted it wasn't okay. V grooved right and uh, yeah just painted it 
Oh, put lacquer. You that's know, put a couple really a good idea because I was going to say do the dowel, glue it, cut it with like a hori hori saw, you know, an under under door saw, and then sand it, and you'd have a little and, circle. But right? I mean, it's never going to be clean. No. Now people are like. And you'll see, you'll never match the dot to the existing Doug fur. It'll never look right. And and then, then people are like, oh, you know, it's only a quarter inch thick or right. whatever it is. But I'm like, how strong does it need to be? Right. You know, it's an inch and a quarter, inch and a half circle. Right. You got right. a quarter inch over it. What, what are you going to, you're going to step what on about, it. Now, what about, because that's such a small hole, what about just putting a little piece of plywood underneath the, in the basement to hold it and then just putting wood dough yeah, painting I, it. He he can do that. Yeah. I mean, if you have bigger holes, yeah. you should do my template. I think so. And the template that's the which will affectionately be referred to from this day forward as the Corolla plug. The Corolla plug. Yeah. You you make yourself a template. Draw two lines on it. Line it up with the edge of yeah. the whatever. Uh, probably tacked it down with a finish nail yeah. or something, and it worked fucking perfectly. Perfectly. And how did you when you consider these things are you sitting in a chair looking at the space or are you like walking through your day and it comes to you I would probably look at it think about it and then it, at some point I'd be sitting working in my man show office or something right. and have some sort of revelation <laughs> you run, know like run down the hall I got it I got it Yeah Eureka <laughs> Excelsior Yeah that's great I man. don't know I Gary, done. You finally find pictures of my house floor in the kitchen, kitchen floor. I don't yeah. think of the first house, but it worked. Yeah. It worked well. It never popped up. It right. didn't cup. It didn't get proud. Like it, it didn't do anything. It just so you worked. find this to be your crowning achievement in all things building? No, just all things. Oh. I got, <laughs> I got winning the Toyota Grand Prix. Yeah, a little below it. Yeah. Then there's the winning the Celebrity Grand Prix. Sure. And then there's another Trans Am race I did, and yeah. then uh, there's one of my kids. I'm not sure which one. And then it just kind of <laughs> tapers off yeah. at that point. But for yeah. me, yeah. this is the achievement. That's right. <laughs> yes. Now, those who know nothing about building yeah. don't give two fucks. No. But the people who understand, I go, find it to be a great idea. Solve that problem. Yeah. It was not that hard. Yeah. To do the math. On the trimmer router. Right. I didn't use a big fat plunge, you know, three-quarter horsepower, whatever. I used a trimmer router, pretty easy, just measure from the edge of the router base to the edge of the blade. Yeah. And you go, that's how much more width I need to get to the edge. Was that old Doug fur harder than the new Doug fur? No, I mean, it's Doug fur. You know, it's fairly soft. But the other thing is, is... I wasn't a fuckwad about it. Like, I think a lot of guys would have plunged it down three quarters of an inch yeah. or something. I didn't do that. Yeah. I was like, I, you need I, a don't, wafer. I don't want to take up that much material. I don't right. want to burn out the blade. Yeah. I don't want to fight it. You right. know, I, 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 I'm going to take out a quarter inch. It's the curl the wafer. And slide my new, snap my new piece in. That's right. Mm-hmm. Which they would call a Dutchman. Well, what are you going to do now that you have no home that you have to work on? I don't understand what you do with your with these feelings and all these ideas. Wow. If, you, if you've got a finished home, yeah, what the hell are you going to do now? It's a good point. Well, I got a shop that I got to work on. Oh, the new shop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So you got that. 
I don't know. Because I don't think you should ever be without a project or you might die. They not, call not it. Not die, but just burst into flames. They, uh, I think when you burst into flames. <laughs> Gary, they call that du- a Dutchman. But if you think about, there's also something called going Dutch. Yeah. When you're Which means splitting a bill. The, the Dutch are known as cheap. Right. And I don't know if they call that a Dutchman because it's a cheap way to not replace the whole door jam or the whole, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah, a yeah, cheap yeah. fix. Huh. Maybe. Is that why Maybe they call it. that a Dutchman? That's the Dutch legacy is they're cheap? Yep. For God's sakes. All right. Uh, is AJ on line one? Because my phone's not, panel's not lit up here. Uh, maybe not. Up or not. Yeah. The Dutchman, Gary. Yeah. Uh, now, what about the Flying Dutchman? That's There's that nothing guy. to do with being cheap. He's a sailor. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. Right? I think so. Operates like a ghost ship. I think so, yeah. 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 All right. All right. Uh, AJ, by the way, wants to know how to finish a bathroom when the wallpaper's coming off. Best course of action. Well, maybe we oh, need yeah. to mess around with the phone bank here. Well, I mean, you can – well, we'll talk to AJ. Thanks, Emmy. AJ? Hey, can you hear me now? Hi, guy. Hey, guy. How are you doing this lovely rainy day in Montgomery, Alabama? Doing good. What's going on? Uh, Well, you know, you buy one of these flip houses and uh, you see all the corners cut. Yeah. And they decided to paint over the drywall rather than do it right. Peel it off. Uh, use no, the paint spray over the wallpaper. Like that. Paint over the wallpaper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know, nice hot steamy shower. Started peeling up, and yeah. uh, I'm trying to figure out the most cost-effective or pragmatic way to take care of it and take care of it right. Peel- what year's the house? I'll take my answer. Uh, seventy-eight. Okay. All right, you want to take your answer off the air? Yes, sir. I got a ride to the Home Depot that I got to go take care of. God but, bless you. Uh, I'll listen to the podcast later, and uh, I'll right. uh, look forward to your answer. All right. Got to burn the house, collect on the insurance. That's what I do. I was Next say. call. Yeah. <laughs> Next. <laughs> burn it. Um, well, obviously, there's many ways in products and uh Techniques for remo- removing wallpaper. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think the key to removing wallpaper is the same key to removing the fucking sticker from your tomato. Oversaturating. Which is like you want to just get it in one shot. You yeah. don't want to break it off into ribbons, nope. you know. So you want to, I guess, get a Hudson sprayer. Tons pump, pump, pump. and tons of water. Lots over of hot and over water. And then really maybe saturated. Score, if it's painted, it'll be sealed. So you're going to want to score it with one of those scoring tools. Puts little dots in it, you know, when oh. you roll it up and down, punctures yeah. it, sponge, 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 or Hudson spray. Like when you're, like in in baking, when you're making your little popover thing yeah. and you flip the dough over and you, exactly it. you seal it with that thing. Now, now, doggone it, I didn't take you for a baker as well. Yeah. What the hell don't you do? I'm trying to think of what the, I mean, you would know they have those down at the Mexican bakery with the meat in them. Oh. Torta? No, uh, uh, palenta, say. Yeah. <laughs> Someone, Gary, you're going to know. Someone's going to know. So 
the pastry. Papusa, papusa. Is it papusa? The, the weird meat pastry thing that's got the dough no, on the outside and they crimp it. They got that wheel crimper. Yeah, I believe Jesus it's Christ. I, I believe it's called the planta. The planta. The planta. Uh, the fuck is that thing called? It's uh, it looks. You know what it basically looks like? It looks it's like, like an empanada. 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 Stromer's right. <laughs> All right. Empanada. So you're saying hit it with that with the empanada maker. wheel. Yes. And then saturate. You think you to 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 open the pores. To open the pores. And uh-huh. then once you do that, you can't <clears throat> skimp on the water. You do it once. 20 minutes later, you do it again. 20 minutes later, you do it again. Three, four, five times at least. Then it literally just pulls off in sheets. Yeah, and they have... People undersaturate, and then they hack the wall with a scraper, and it's really stupid. People do necessary. it with vinegar and hot water or something. They have wall... water, 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 water is fine. They have wallpaper remover. I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah. All right. Just got to wet it up. Let's talk to Aaron, 46, from Florida. Aaron? Holy smokes. Yeah. Hey, how are you doing, Adam? Hi, guy. Hey, I got your tweet, man. What's the worst thing you've ever smelled, right? Mm. And That's... I'm a carpenter. Yeah. I've had some hot days, man. I smell pretty bad. I, I know some really bad smells. But guess what? I got COVID a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And I lost my sense of smell completely. Really? It was gone. It was gone for about a year. Now, how about your sense of taste? Uh, that, that was definitely uh, restricted, but I still had some taste. But uh-huh. COVID got me, man. I couldn't smell. You know what I did smell while I was in the midst of this? Hmm. Was cool, fresh air. I could smell cool, fresh air. I couldn't smell anything else but cool, fresh air. Hmm. And it blew my mind because if I couldn't smell anything... That meant cool, fresh air was all in my head. Oh, interesting. It was just, Powerful. It wasn't real. It was imagination. And I didn't really know what to think about it, but uh, that's what I came up with. And, you know, talk to your scientists and all your buddies at the WEF and whatever else you got. Mm. Aaron from Florida. I don't, think, I don't think you're part of the WEF, by the way. No, but thanks, Aaron. The the musings, the philosophical musings of cool, Aaron from Florida. Fresh air. Powerful. Isn't that nice? All in your head. Isn't that nice? We have pictures of uh, Lake Hollywood uh, kitchen floor. Yeah. So Gary will zoom up or zoom in or something like that. But uh, I did a border. I painted the floor. And uh, I did a border. And then I... I, I I've told you guys this uh, more than once. If if you are going to paint a floor, which I recommend highly, it's all the it's all the rage now. Maybe it'll zoom in even tighter. You can see it. I painted the appliances there. The you know that looks like a Douglas Sirk movie set. I don't know who that is. He's the guy that did all those uh, those fifties melodrama oh, movies. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. It's beautiful. You can beautiful. you can see the floor. You can kind of see the grain coming through. Uh, the thing about the floor is, uh, if you paint it good, it's all the rage now. And if you, if you do a border, that's good too. But if you do a border with blue tape and you just pull the tape up and you have the field color, one color and the border color, the other color, 
it looks like a sharp, jagged edge. It looks like shit. Okay. What you have to do is paint the floor the field color, put the tape down, paint the border, pull the tape up, get a scenic painter to do in a neutral color, hand painted, a hand painted stripe, it's about yeah. a half inch wide, yeah, yeah, yeah. to soften the edge. And then you go over the whole thing with like three coats of gym floor. Wow. And that's how you end up. And then, and then how did she wear over time? Wore fine. Yeah. Yeah. And it also, it it was okay because it was a little bit of a distressed look anyway. And so it kind of worked. I built all the cabinets. Is that a Trollson refrigerator? The, I don't know what kind that is. The other fridge is sort of behind it. I painted everything with uh, stainless steel automotive paint. Just spray can it, or no? I took it to a, a, place, a car. Yeah. I took it to a car dealer. Yeah, uh, uh, you can see the picture up top or whatever that Real is. Real pretty. Yeah, I painted. Uh, I built all the cabinets on site, and I took the took the doors off the fridge and uh you can see the fridge doors and uh and the oven and uh and the microwave yeah and the dishwasher I, it looks like and the dishwasher and i set them all out and got them painted that's a great steel. idea yes how did it look at the end of the day after after uh all said and done when you first saw it all together that's the kind of kitchen a man could fall in love with am i right it looked it looked fantastic uh to me, yeah, it was durable. It was fine. I put I put linoleum down in the breakfast part that you're looking at with yeah. a, with another border, but uh, the main kitchen was wood. The, there's a hallway that's painted uh, as well somewhere in this. And how, how long were you in that house? Uh, no, not that one. I, I don't know, five years, yeah. six years, or something. Something like that. It was beautiful. Yeah, man. Uh, it's a wooden hallway. I think it's like a green wooden hallway. Do you hallway. think the people still have all of that there now that bought it, or have they changed it? I bet they blew acoustic uh, <laughs> ceiling no. shit. No, I think the the woman who bought it uh, really liked it. I don't know. It was a green hallway, Gary. It's yeah, I'm there. just bringing it down so I can see it better. It's, Give it, me a it's in there. It's in there somewhere. But I painted two floors yeah. in that place. Yeah. And, really uh, pretty. Did a lot of scenic painting and stuff like do that. Do you have the energy to do it again to another? Uh, I think my next effort is going to be all modern. Oh, do you? Yeah, I'd like to go. You know what I'm obsessed with, Schwimmer? What? what? Uh, terrazzo. Well, I know that. But you co- and Mike, uh, Mike August love yeah, the terrazzo. Yeah, but coved terrazzo. No! Coved base. I want the coved base. I don't blame you. And I don't want fucking four inch. I want six inch. You got to do it. Coved base. Could you imagine? Now, the- wait. Do you then build a, a wall on top of the base? Well, the base just flushes it up just with the flushes. wall. Okay. The the can you imagine the utopia of oh yeah now he found the he's found the green oh, painted that's hall. This is the only photo of it. So yeah, it's the not hall. Great. The Very hall. Pretty. I painted the other hallway. Put another base on it. Where'd you get all those sconces like Liz's Hardware? I literally went to every motherfucking place in Pasadena and Liz's Hardware. Liz's Hardware to end up at if he absolutely had to pay. Because Liz's Hardware was like, you'd be like $389 for those three sconces. God, that's a little expensive. And then they'd go, oh, just a one. That's the one sconce. And you'd go, fuck. I scoured every place right. in the valley yeah. and found and trying to find two that matched. Every sconce was every sconce was uh, plastered up. They sold them all wow. from the house. Wow. So I had like 
65 sconces to find. Jeez. It was crazy. And were you buying vintage specific to the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. But 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 some rooms would have four, some would have six. Right. They had to kind of like match them up sure. or some only needed two. That was easy. So where are you going to do the terrazzo home in the modern place? What's the I, location? I don't know. Probably somewhere in Nevada. But picture a baseboard with a cove. Ugh. I mean, you think about it. You're in the kitchen. The baseboard comes down sharp on the edge. You're mopping. Yeah, There's yeah. that weird no, dirt line no. that gets tucked no, in there. you don't want that. No. You can never get to that. No. Imagine if it's cold, oh, like God. a skateboard ramp. Oh, for crying out loud. All right. Tonight, Dallas, Texas. Come on out, buy a ticket. I get, that terrazzo ain't cheap. No. No, it ain't. How do they do that, by the way? Um, I'm not an expert, but I, I've looked into it. It starts with the floating of it's they, the rails that are, that are your template for the height and the level, right? Yeah, the put the rails in, like yeah. the aluminum rails, right. or maybe that could be brass or right. copper or whatever, but stainless. I don't know. It's probably not stainless because I got to grind it. Yeah. And then they uh, mix the stuff up thick and yeah. they trowel it on thick. And then they just, you know, let it dry, and then they come in and start grinding it. Oh, they do. And There's a they... secondary grinding process. Oh, huh? yeah. Oh, shit. I you got to grind it. and that's... that's how it gets its shine, huh? Yeah, and, and how the aggregate is all up at the top, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then think about those aluminum dividers. It's always dead nuts on. Right. You know, you couldn't trowel that stuff on and not have a little bump or a hump or whatever. They grind it. So they probably take an eighth of an inch off the whole thing, including the metal strips. There's, right? a, so there's all... a floor, I think it's LAX, that they just did that's really wavy. Have you seen it? I, I think they fucked it up. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I I'm saying? Seen, I've heard it's, about it's it. It's not flat and flush. I don't know what they did. All right. Well, uh, tough terrazzo talk here yeah, on the right. Ace on the Roof. Yeah. Let's go to com for all the live shows. And uh, until next time, Adam Corolla. For Eric Stromer, say it. Mahalo. Subscribe on iTunes or visit aceontheroof.com. This is Corolla Digital. All month long on Pluto TV, stream the biggest Tyler Perry movies free. Watch your favorites like Medea's Witness Protection and Medea's Big Happy Family. Join Tyler Perry as he goes on a couple's retreat with Sharon Leal in Why Did I Get Married? Or Idris Elba and Gabrielle Union in the Tyler Perry directed film Daddy's Little Girls. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of channels with thousands more movies and TV shows. Available on live and on demand. Download the free Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free.